Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is back, and we're always coming back, even though we take uh, sometimes a little hiatus, but things yeah. get busy. Life gets busy, right, JC? Yeah, life, life gets a little busy, so, you know, just a little break, handle some business on uh, the other side of uh, the pod, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then we just mm-hmm. kind of come back when we come back, but we'll never run out of things to talk about because shit's no, always happening, so, you know, I know. we'll always... Uh, sink back but uh she came back at the right time because a lot of stuff is going on <laughs> <laughs> damn dude there's a lot of stuff that's been happening uh, for sure for sure for maybe sure. there's good reason why we went a hiatus because we'll talk about this at the end of this episode but our two teams aren't doing so hot man oh <laughs> uh, yeah dude there's not much to talk about if anything from a sports angle so we gotta rely no, on really. other things yeah and there's plenty much. of other things dude <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely man but you know what it hasn't fe- felt like that long i felt like we just recorded not too long ago but it's been definitely been a couple weeks but whatever we're here now and we're we're you know we're catching up man before we get into the extra stuff and there's a lot of extra stuff uh Mm -hmm. a slap uh type of extra (laughs) stuff (laughs) how you been bro i'm okay dude i'm okay i've been Mm -hmm. busy i don't even know what i've been busy with i think just life has been been happening um i don't know just you know taking care of the the little ones and that kind of takes a lot of uh a lot of time you know what i mean gaming here and there eating nice. out uh as things are more and more normalizing at least here mm-hmm. in california you know what i mean um and you know just trying to just trying to spend more time with the the little ones uh right before we're recording we're recording at lunchtime yeah uh, on a weekday which isn't our usual recording Mm-mm. time but i actually hit up a chick-fil-a they opened uh, a chick-fil-a uh near where i live and you know i'm not uh you know, I'm not like a Chick-fil-A purist. You know, I mm-hmm. go here and there, but man, it's pretty good, dude. I know. You know, I used to be a huge Chick-fil-A fan, and I still mm-hmm. am. But mm-hmm. I think with all these other chicken places opening up now, there's mad mm-hmm. competition, you know. And yes, price point is part of it. Chick-fil-A is not mm-hmm. like expensive. It's fast food prices compared mm-hmm. to like, let's say, higher end gourmet chicken, you know, fried chick sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But competition is raising for sure <laughs> i know i know definitely and you know i did get their spicy chicken sandwich and mm. it was good it's good for what it is from the price mm-hmm. standpoint i was trying to get some other things just to mix it up i actually copped a salad from them their southwest word? yeah and and you know i was i don't know it just kind of looked good when i was there so i was just like you mm. know what let me try the salad and the southwest salad is actually it's not too bad man it's a little mm. bit pricey at least for chick-fil-a standards close to 10 bucks at mm. least here in the bay area but it's mm. good and it's a big serving and i got their chicken noodle soup i don't know if you've gotten their their soup there but it's actually pretty good dude no so, man i haven't tried any of their other stuff i stick to the the basics you know the waffle fries either the spicy chick sandwich or the mm. the regular the deluxe you know you gotta go deluxe mm. man you gotta have some uh you know tomato veggie in there <laughs> oh yeah you're right well i got my salad so i got my my, uh, my oh, that's veggies true. through that's true through that their chicken nuggets are actually if anything i might argue might be the best Thing mm. that they have um just because it's you know it's like whatever the chicken that they have but the breading that chick-fil-a has is actually mm-hmm. really good so what i don't know do man that's what your, i <laughs> what sauce do you put on your sandwich oh dude you gotta go with the chick-fil-a sauce mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. like you can't I, I don't know i mean i don't know what your thoughts are but for me it's just like i can't get that sauce 
elsewhere per se you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i can get barbecue sauce from like shake shack or some other spots and you know but the chick-fil-a sauce is it's their signature dude so you can't yeah. go wrong with that you know they sell that at the grocery stores now right they oh, sell the really? bottle like a bot you can buy a bottle of it yeah mm. like I, I literally copped uh one maybe a couple months ago because i saw mm. it in the store and i was like oh what it was like just at the local ralph's or whatever i think safely mm. for you um yeah yeah and i was like dope they're selling it now at yeah. grocery stores. what do you use it with like just whatever just any sandwich <laughs> yeah any sandwich or i don't know fries if i have like frozen fries i just want to make some fries at home just anything dude honestly just dip in anything <laughs> hey dude you know, I kind of did the same thing, but uh, I get something from um, this taco place. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've had it, um, if you visited uh, Sacramento before, but they have this place called Jim Boy's Tacos. Oh, I've heard Where of they it. sell their salsa, mm-hmm. and that's what I, what I get. Because I can't, you know, when you go to a salsa, pl- uh, mm-hmm. a Mexican food place, whether or not it's fast food or like a traditional Mexican food place, sometimes you get some bomb-ass salsa, yeah. and you're trying to get that all the time, mm-hmm. and like... I cop that because it's one of my favorite, at least fast food salsas. Mm-hmm. And dude, like if you use that, it you know it, it it changes the game for every other Mexican food that you get. Like I can get chipotle, and chipotle is not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like if I add that that next level salsa to it, dude, game changer. Mm. Dude, it's actually hard to get a good salsa at like you know if you at a grocery store. Like you got to go mm-hmm. to like places like that where they, you know, um, mom and pop mexican restaurants or or uh yeah stores to get that stuff then then it's money yeah dude it's it's hey man you know again it's like the chick-fil-a sauce man once you know what works for you you kind of really want to keep that uh a constant in your in in your in your pantry so well whatever dude I might I might search for it. I mean, I load it up, you know. I'm I'm mm-hmm. ghetto, dude. Like I try not to cop that stuff, but you know what I mean. So I kind of load it up. Are you on the, the type sauce of, You're it. the type of person that goes and gets like freaking ten packs <laughs> at, at the actual fast food, dude. Growing up, man, like I swear we had like probably hundreds of ketchup, you know, little packets just from going to McDonald's or KFC, wherever you're going. <laughs> just you know, you grab a bunch. You grab, especially you grab the napkins, dude. You get a whole shit ton of napkins, and you're good on napkins, man, at home. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Throughout the pandemic, man, when people were tripping about mm. like toilet paper and whatnot, I was like, I'm straight, man. <laughs> I got my, uh, I got my napkins from McDonald's <laughs> from like 2003, dude. Still in stock over here. That's that's how you build character, man. You use, you use. The, it's not it's not four ply, five ply, whatever the the Charmin is. You know, it's just straight. It's like sandpaper, dude. <laughs> that's how you build character, man. Exactly. Young, the youngins don't know man they got it too plush you know <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah like dude my weekend was was packed man and i would i went to a bachelor party i mean you know this i i kind of yeah, yeah. i haven't updated you fully because i just got mm. back on sunday mm-hmm. and we're recording uh, on tuesday monday's kind of just gathering my bearings everyone's going getting back to <laughs> yeah, work dude. right um, i was tired for you bro i didn't even know, know any details man. i know i mean we didn't even do anything crazy you know for your bachelor party went to vegas and Vegas yeah. is great, you know. Like you're staying up late. Not that I didn't stay up late, but you're 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 out and about more. I just went to San Diego with a group of five other guys, so six guys mm-hmm. total. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you're older, shit hits differently. You know, what I mean? oh, yeah. of course, <laughs> shit hits man. really differently. So for you young cats out there, 
take advantage of it, man. Because when you get older, like, dude, my back is aching, my neck is aching just from sleeping, dude. <laughs> just from sleeping, like, <laughs> in a in a place that I'm not familiar with, you know. Like, I was sleeping on the couch, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we rented an Airbnb that mm-hmm. you know it, everyone had like a bed, but you know I was sleeping on the couch, um, mm-hmm. which I guess is the bed. But man, like, I felt fine that day, but the, after the second day. Dude, I got a crick in my neck. I can't get out. <laughs> dude, dude. So how was it, dude? I mean, uh, uh, did you guys drive down? Like, yeah, you know, we drove down. Know, what can you share? I mean, no, I mean, know, I could share a bunch, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't do anything crazy because the pandemic. So there was a lot of things that I think for bachelor parties you would normally do, but mm-hmm. because you know, try to play it a little bit safer. Like mm-hmm. we we stick to outdoor activities, you know, like mm-hmm. safer. I know, I know the pandemic is getting better, but. You know, we're trying, or on the side of caution, you know, a lot of these guys have kids and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you don't want to, you know, jeopardize health of family. I don't know if you've gone go-kart racing. Have you? Yeah, dude, I, I've gone go-kart racing. There's a K1 actually maybe like 10 minutes from where I live, dude. And it's been a minute, but it, it was it was an interesting experience, man. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So how was it? It's it's different man like when you watch it you're like oh they don't seem like you're they're going that fast but when you're in that little car you're like man dude this is actually (laughs) nerve-wracking yeah dude yeah those things those things can go man those little things man and it's just that for me i remember getting tired as well and maybe it was age as well but it's just like i was tired too like you're i mean you're constantly just trying to control this little crotch rocket kind of kind of deal and it's just kind of it kind of gets tiring dude yeah, especially so, you're like you're tense because if you're the first time racing, like you're tense, you know, your mm-hmm. your your body's tense, and afterwards, like it, it could be an age thing, but yeah, man, I was like, man, I'm sore, dude, just from sitting in this crotch rocket. <laughs> and honestly, it's not really the most sort of ergonomic setup, right? Because we're mm. you know we're adults, right? We're not little kids that kind of just yeah. kind of fit into this vehicle. Like the ergonomics aren't ideal, so you're kind of straining to to make it work you're kneeling down you're kind of crouching over so mm-hmm. dude, yeah that's definitely uh sort of like a, a staple in activities like a little go-kart racing action mm-hmm. you guys do yeah, anything a, else uh we did we we did some outdoor activities at the beach played some spike ball and again being older guys one of the guys got injured you know pulled his calf <laughs> and dude that's like i said man that's old man this is an old man bachelor party i don't want to say old man but you know older gentleman bachelor yeah, yeah. party you know we're not in our 20s anymore let's just put it that way <laughs> dude what's spike ball i don't even know what spike ball oh, is bro like it's basically this net you know um and then you just have this kind of like a ball the size of a softball but it's soft you know and you're just ah. basically it's like two on two you're hitting it onto the net there's all these rules to it it's actually really fun mm. i think you would enjoy it i mean um just just google it or go on instagram and check it out later mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's pretty crazy what people can do with it obviously like you know the skill level at those people who are who are good at it but we weren't at that skill level <laughs> you know it kind of sounds familiar because i think i saw this in like shark tank or something like that you know the mark cuban thing been. where the yeah. the guys that kind of invented this new game where there's like a mm-hmm. net and then you just kind of throw this little little ball thingy and just it's interesting Dude, it could be that. I, I, it could be. It could have been on Shark Tank. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but when you look it up later, you can tell me if it was on Shark Tank. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I could see that to be. I mean, if you get really competitive, you can really pull a muscle or two, just because like mm-hmm. you're you're making like these like quick movements, trying to like, and you can't really predict where the ball will bounce, so you're just kind of doing no, all kinds of crazy yeah. shit, dude. Dang. Yeah, I know. And and another outdoor activity we did was for my first time, man. I went golfing. 
Wow. I know I know this is a sport that you and I have not picked up yet, but a lot of mm-hmm. probably our friends or people you know started picking up because as guys get older, you know, like maybe basketball, football, baseball, it hits differently like your body can't handle as much. So a lot of people trans- a lot of dudes transition to golf. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. I for the longest time I'm like I don't really get it. You know, I mean, I get it as in watching. I'm like it's a skill game. Obviously like mm-hmm. any person mm-hmm. you get into it, it's like, "Oh, you want to perfect the skill." But after playing nine holes and I sucked big time, right? I, I kind of get it, dude. It's like really chill, bro. Like you're out yeah. there with friends on a mm. golf cart and you can drink, you know? And it's oh. just like literally half a day of just hanging out with your buddies, dude. And drinking and hitting these golf balls. And that I get it now, dude. Like you get even it. though I sucked, it, but I did want to get better. When you're out there and you're like swinging, you're like, dude, I can do better. Then that's when mm. it kicks in the competitive part. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to work on like little things. But just in general, it's just kicking it with with your boys, or it doesn't have to be with your boys. It could be, you know, um, you could have a part, a group of friends with with uh, girls and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, just kicking it, man, kicking it for half the day. Just interesting, hanging, hanging interesting. out, having fun. Yeah. Did you know the rules to golf prior to you know coming coming out and trying out this time out? Kind of. I mean, you know, you watch, you know, you watch Tiger Woods play a couple of times, and you're like, eh, I get the gist of scoring, anyways. You know, like what's a par, what's a birdie, what's an eagle. Like, I kind of got the general, like, knowledge. But in terms of, like, skill of how to swing a club and shit like that, I didn't know anything, dude. It was my first – well, okay, I don't want to say it's my first time, but first time in probably 20 years I swung a golf club, and that first time didn't really count. And <laughs> dude, it it's is a di- hard, dude. Yeah. It's like a – it's a different sort of um, sort of mechanic. It's a different action than, like, swinging mm-hmm. a baseball bat, right, where you're trying to yeah. launch something. Like, uh, you know, obviously the angle with which you're trying to hit the ball, the distance, like instead of just trying to get it as far as possible, like there's directionality, there's like distance that you kind of have to gauge. I can see it be really, really complicated. Uh, But yeah, dude. That sounds really interesting, man. I've I actually know jack shit about golf, dude. I know. Trust me, I don't know either, so I'm not gonna pretend I know, but just having Mm -hmm. my first experience, uh, I would say like when you hit the golf club like the ball golf ball right Mm -hmm. where it feels good it's like hitting a swish in basketball Uh, because it just feels right you know you're like damn i got it (laughs) so i get it i get it now i actually get it i mean i'm not saying i'm gonna be playing golf all the time now but i get Mm. i get why guys like it i understand it now yeah. You got to have someone to sort of introduce you and go with mm-hmm. someone that kind of knows what they're doing. And yeah, I don't know, maybe my social circle, uh, most guys are still kind of hooping. Uh, so, yeah. you know, I need to find someone like you that has kind of a plug to know where to bring people and kind of introduce these kinds of things. Eventually, bro. I mean, hey, you, we, as we say in Ball versus Life, this podcast, we got to get all the juice we can out of these legs before we move <laughs> to other things, man. Because once it's gone, you know, once your playing days are over, it's hard to get back, you know? So you want to get every last bit. <laughs> Sounds basketball. expensive, though, dude. Although my gym fees, the gym fees I'm paying right now ain't Ooh. particularly cheap. Nah, but I can imagine. Golf is like, more expensive, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I would what? say, like, like, I don't know. Like, we went to a really shitty course. It was mm-hmm. for, I mean, it's what? It was like 75 bucks mm-hmm. I mean, to, to hit on the holes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a whole day thing, though. It's not like, I mean, I know a run is like two hours. Yeah. But still, though, I mean, you're, you're dropping you, you know, the clubs and stuff like that. You probably have to bring your own. Even if you rent, that costs money. So, yeah, it's expensive, dude. It's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Golf shoes, golf oh, yeah, gear, golf shoes. All, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> I can just imagine. Yeah. But it's fun, man. 
Yeah. You know, a former alumni of this podcast, Mike, he plays a lot of golf. So shout mm -hmm. out to him. He loves golf. Yeah, I could see. I could see. So maybe next time I'll hit the green with you guys. I'm sure it's kind of different from just top golf where you're just launching things. Like it's. I like want to see you swing, dude. Are... I hope you're not a Charles Barkley, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I I feel like I might be on the Charles Barkley end <laughs> of things. Like it's just everything is just kind of weird. So yeah, don't worry. Oh, uh, the guys <laughs> that I went with, like there were I, including me. There was a lot of weird swings, all right? So that's not just, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad for anyone out there first playing golf. Yeah, it, it's it's tragic when you first start. So yeah, it's not like we got like pros teaching us anyways. We're just going out there swinging. So yeah, let's move on to something else, bro. Like yeah. that's pretty much, well, aside from that, the golfing, we stayed up late. Mm. We played some video games, slept late, bro. Just and ate a bunch of food, man. <laughs> like it just ate nonstop i know I'm, i don't know if you've had phil's barbecue before in san diego i think but, i have dude i think i have yeah. dude that sounds pretty good man phil's I definitely i think it's one of the staples it is it is it's a san diego staple for sure you gotta hit up and obviously like mexican food you know carne sauda fries also a very san diego it's like cali mex kind of food right <laughs> Tacos El Gordo, dude. That did you guys hit up El Gordo when you no, were down there? No, we didn't. There? We actually went to another place called uh, Codihan. It's it's also really popular. But I know what you're talking mm -hmm. about, Tacos El Gordo for sure. Like there's there's a, like maybe three or four famous spots in, mm -hmm. in in San Diego. But Tacos El Gordo is definitely up there. Nice, nice, dude. San Diego is nice, dude. It's like yeah, it's not quite LA. Like the vibe mm -hmm. is still very Southern California ish. Mm -hmm. It's definitely chill. It's not as I don't know what's the word that I'm looking for. It's not as um, city like. It's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's not as busy. It's not as cosmopolitan. That's that's the word that I'm looking for. As obviously L.A. or San Francisco, but it's it's got a nice vibe, dude. Definitely, you know, can't can't beat San Diego. Every time I've went, the weather was nice. So mm -hmm. I'm glad you guys, uh, you know, had a, a nice little weekend uh, despite yeah, tiring. I can see you taking your kids on a trip to San Diego. You know, they got SeaWorld. They got a bunch of stuff. So They have Legoland down there. I think they have uh, Legoland. I think it's on I the mean, way, actually, to San Diego. It's, like, yeah. not far off. Yeah, like, tons of tons of my friends who have kids go to Legoland. Man, nice. kids love Legoland, dude. dude just, Lego... they, chop, that, that, they chop it up there. Adults love Legos, dude. Yeah. So I can That's imagine. That's best about Legoland is adults and kids can enjoy it. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like a jam-packed weekend, dude. Like it's just, yeah, yeah dude. It's, it's been a it's while. Good. It's been a while. It's, I I know, like there's a couple years ago you came down here, and we also had a jam-packed weekend. We didn't even do that much. It just felt jam-packed. Like we played ball, we ate a bunch of food, but yeah, it's nice to just you know hang out with the homies, you know, get away a little bit. Well, yeah. Congrats to the buddy that's uh, you yeah. know getting married. I'm glad you guys were able to get it in despite this whole COVID setup. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. you know, sounds like a good time, dude. I can't wait to do something similar, uh, you know, in the yeah, near maybe future. Maybe for man. mine, dude. Maybe for mine. Well, 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 the guys were saying, man, when are you going to have your bachelor party? So maybe with things clearing up, we can start planning it out, bro. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> and that would be another I'm... epic episode. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I can't. I cannot wait. I'm sure we'll do something fun, man. Yeah, yeah. But let's, let's move on, dude. Like, the reason why we want to record this podcast because yes, no, I'm kidding. This is not the reason. But yesterday for the Oscars, man, I mean, I messaged you and I was thinking like, are you in bed with your kid already? <laughs> because like on social media, it was buzzing, dude. I was literally like, I mean, 
if you haven't been under a rock by now, basically Will Smith on live TV on at the Oscars slapped Chris Rock in the face, dude. Like I kid you not, and that you saw the footage. Yeah, I don't I know. I want to get your immediate reaction, dude. My immediate reaction was like, "Is this for real?" And I think that was the reaction of most people. Mm-hmm. It was just like, "Was this staged? Did they plan yeah. this? Was this a stunt?" But then. All of a sudden, you see like more and more. You hear the audio. First mm. off, I just saw the slap, but and I didn't see the audio in terms of or hear the audio in terms of what he was saying after that. I didn't hear mm. what Chris's response was. But the more that shit was just getting uncovered, I was like, and seeing the reactions of people, it was just like, dang, dude, this might be for real, dude. What was your reaction, dude? I thought the same thing. Like the slap was clean. And the sound, because the mic was there, right? It sounded fake yeah. almost, you know? Yeah, it sounded yeah. like a, a movie slap, you know? Like you play the sound to yeah. like emphasize it. And I was like, ADR nah. that and, shit. <laughs> and I mean, all things considered, it's Will Smith. You know, like we grew up on Will Smith. Yeah. Like his movies, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yeah. and his, 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 mu- his music, you know? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't cuss in his music. Yeah. That's how yeah. clean Will Smith is. Yeah. That's his it's rep, dude. bizarre, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but like, and, and, and it was just so surreal to see him do that, especially because like he was up for rewards, uh, awards mm-hmm. and all of these things. Like, I don't know, like it just, it was just kind of surreal to see like a candidate be up there and just kind of just do that. But then the more that I thought about it, like this dude has been taking a lot of heat, you know, from mm-hmm. social media and just the press in general recently. And then I was just like, I don't know. That day he woke up, and that day he just chose violence. And I know. Chris Rock, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I, you know, it wasn't even that good of a joke, right? No, it like, wasn't. And, it wasn't <laughs> a good joke. <laughs> like, what was he? He was talking about uh, Jada, basically, yeah. and then um, and making a GI Jane joke, like with GI Jane too. And I was just like, dude, like Rock make Rock is really funny. Like yeah, Chris Rock he is. is hilarious, dude. He's landed so many things. Uh, in terms of jokes and like stand up before, but that was definitely not one of his best. He deserved a slap just for how terrible that joke was, dude. If anything, <laughs> and I, uh, I since we were talking about this uh, off mic, and mm-hmm. you know when it happened, and after the after the fact, it's just so interesting how this one slap has brought upon all these different points or contexts that people are coming at it with. Like this one slap Now everyone has an opinion Whether it's based on You know there's the racial component Right To Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. black gentlemen Right Mm -hmm. Um, There's another component of Obviously um, When we're talking about Violence or or physical Mm -hmm. altercation Right Mm -hmm. There's also Mm -hmm. like You know the academy Has been known to be very whitewashed For a long Mm -hmm. time Right Mm -hmm. I think years ago Chris Rock actually made a joke About Jada Pinkett Smith Not being there Because she was Mm -hmm. boycotting it But she Mm -hmm. wasn't I think the whole joke was like Something about like, well, you don't see me boycotting, um, who was it, uh, Nicki Minaj's panties or something like that because I'm yeah. never invited. I yeah. think the joke was because Jada Pinkett was in a movie, so she wouldn't be invited anyways. I mean, that's a better joke, right? <laughs> yeah, that was a much better joke, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, joking about someone's medical condition is another yeah. thing that's coming up. And also, yeah. I don't know, black women in their hair, you know, it's yeah, a hot yeah. topic. And it's just crazy all these things converging. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that she had a medical condition, right? No. Um, so the alopecia apparently is the, mm-hmm. the, the thing she, that she's dealing with that yeah. generally results in hair loss. So, um, you know, 
definitely knowing that there was sort of like a, a medical angle to it, yeah. you know, uh, it definitely was more of a sensitive uh, spot kind of deal. Um, and yeah, like what you said, like there's so many layers to this. So when it first happened, I kind of had like the visceral reaction of like, oh, no, he didn't kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But then as more details came about, I was trying to really um, understand what compels a man, especially of someone of Will's stature, to actually do mm-hmm. something like that. And that's where when you commented that, I was just like, holy shit, I didn't I wasn't sure if this was real. But then I kind of started thinking like. I think I told you this, like, yeah. is there a history between, like, Chris Rock and um, and Jada or Will specifically? Mm-hmm. Like, has he said something before? And apparently he has, right? With that, mm-hmm. you know, with the Nicki Minaj joke. And then, uh, obviously, the timing of the medical situation. And then added complexity of doing, like, you know... You know the 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 racial stuff with you know black women in, in their hair, which is really funny. I told you this, right? Like Chris Rock actually made a movie about uh, good hair yeah. or black yeah. women's hair. So it was just it was so complicated, dude. I um, know. It's, wild. <laughs> I, I, it's it's hard to know where to start with it, but mm-hmm. just watching it live and seeing the shift in Will Smith's demeanor because he made mm-hmm. a joke before that joke, and you know mm-hmm. they panned to Will Smith and he was kind of chuckling, and then like. I think you could see, or the, when he made that joke, the yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith hair joke, you yeah. could see Jada didn't like it. You know, yeah. she kind of had that like, mm, you know. She and then yeah, she rolled Will her Smith eyes. Probably glanced over at his wife, and he was like, "All right, man, it looks like I gotta do something about this." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, he was just like he saw her, and he was just like, "Oh fuck, man, I gotta do something about this." <laughs> But the thing is, like, I mean, we, we've been there, whether it's yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, you've been playing on the basketball court and, you know, mm-hmm. this guy's getting kind of pushed around or, or mm-hmm. just agitation starting to build between mm-hmm. two guys or, or just two teams. And you mm-hmm. just feel like there's a boiling point. The boiling mm-hmm. point's coming. And we just didn't know this was Will Smith's boiling point. And it yeah. happened in the most epic fashion, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And to do that, like, we were comparing this situation with, like, some other epic fail situations right like the mm-hmm. whole Kanye West Taylor Smith a uh, Taylor yeah Taylor Switch uh, Taylor Swift I'm thinking of switch uh situation <laughs> where things were just kind of it's just unexpected right like I don't know where we would kind of put this in terms of like shocking moments maybe Chris oh, Rock I, I, does I, have a point I think it's up there with the Kanye thing I mean when Kanye did that that was bizarre dude like you yeah. just who does that dude (laughs) i mean he interrupted but like it's not like he physically assaulted (laughs) right and it's just like this i don't know like and and taylor taylor swift like she was just kind of taken aback and it was like a it was just kanye just kind of take seizing that moment at that point in time and just taking Mm -hmm. over right but this there was it was just so complex right will smith does the slap chris rock actually report retorts back I think that was even the funnier part than his original joke is the way that he was able to recover. I got, I actually kind of gave him credit for that. I don't know, dude. I can't remember if there's anything as shocking like this on live TV. The Janet Jackson uh, Super Bowl thing, like this is. Oh yeah, that that might be some uh, just as shocking, you know. Yeah. I mean, I gotta <laughs> like, give Chris Rock credit. Like he took that slap so well, man. Like yeah. he just boom, and he popped back. You know, <laughs> I would be like, what the, you know, like rubbing my chin. I'd be like, what the. Dude, it just got slapped. <laughs> or, or some people might react just out of instinct and just be like, "What the hell?" You know, and start to some yeah. kind of uh, push them back or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
but he I mean, stated Will character. Smith is he did he did Will Smith is a lot bigger than Chris Rock though. That you is know. true. That is. I've true. seen some takes on it where they're like, they they don't give Will Smith much credit in terms of like defending mm-hmm. his wife because I'm like, well, what if it was Jason Momoa? You know, would you have gone up and slapped Jason Momoa? Yeah, like someone exactly. big. You know, like Chris Rock is what five seven, five eight. Will Smith yeah. is probably six two, dude, and he's yeah. you know, he's trained himself for Ali, playing Ali, dude. So. <laughs> You know, he knows how to throw a punch. He knows how to throw a slap. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean, if it was the rock instead of Chris Rock, you know, that's what people oh, were yeah. saying. He I wouldn't have done that. I don't think he would be doing that. I'm telling you, I don't think so, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just like, I mean, is the rock really going to make kind of those kind of jokes? Like, you know, comedians yeah. are really the types that are, you know, you know the ones to throw the shade like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with that said... You know, I, uh, yeah. I mean, if it was a more physically daunting kind of, uh, you know, uh, presence out there, Will Smith might have second guessed that. But mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. I do feel like everything that's, that that has been happening for him the past couple of years, right? Like ever since this whole Jada, uh, what was the term that she used again? Entanglement. Yeah, with that that other singer dude. Like, and the memes, right, with Will looking like hella just, you know, like pwned and whatnot. Exactly, right? Like, it was like, it was like a crying Jordan meme for like the the longest time, right? He's been the butt of jokes, especially Mm -hmm. relating to to Jada specifically, his his, uh, relationship with her. I don't know, dude. It's just like, you know, it takes, you know, it, you can only imagine that it takes so much of a man to be really taking that, you know, in the public eye. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know what I mean? You just kind of, you just kind of don't have the patience for that, for that, for that particular day. And I don't know. It was just, you know, that's why you got to be I'm, careful, man. Cause you never know if people are going to get triggered. Yeah. I don't know if you, um, listen to his acceptance speech, which another bizarre twist, of course, is he mm-hmm. won for best actor playing King mm-hmm. Richard, oh, you know, playing Richard in King Richard, which is mm-hmm. obviously the, for people that don't know the, uh, the Williams sisters dad. And mm-hmm. if you don't know who the Williams sister are, they're basically two of the greatest ten- women's tennis players to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's bizarre that he also won and accepted his speech on the same night, bro. <laughs> on the, I, did you did you listen to the acceptance speech? I did. I did. He actually, you know, he tried to kind of give context as to, yeah. for his actions a little bit. It wasn't like direct per se, but he kind of mm-hmm. alluded to it, right? He apologized to, you the know. Academy. The, yeah, the Academy and like obviously the King Richard or, you know, mm-hmm. Richard Williams to, you know, for taking the, the shine away from from the movie and how the performance basically. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't apologize to Chris Rock, at least at that mm-hmm. point in time. So it was just kind of it was just kind of surreal to see him be at rock bottom, like mm-hmm. literally what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes before mm-hmm. that by doing that and then all of a sudden be like win best actor <laughs> for the know, award bro. ceremony, dude. It's Isn't just that like, just the microcosm of life, man? <laughs> dude, you know what I mean? It's just the ups like and downs, dude. Sh- shit could change that quick, you know what I mean? Uh, Decisions that you make on a split second reverberate over time, dude. Like, yeah, it's just man. so crazy. I mean, uh, it would have been more drama if he like, he just left, right? If he won... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he, and he just he wasn't there to stick around. Like, <laughs> oh man, that would. I don't know. What's really, your really What's crazy. your overall take? Like, you know, I know you're 
you know, you you like Will Smith too. You know, the mm-hmm. guy, the actor. Well, the guy as in the the person we know from. You know, the public persona. Of Will yeah, Smith, his public yeah. persona. Um, yeah. Do you have sympathy toward him? Do you have sympathy towards Chris Rock? Do you, you know, what's your final, not final call, but yeah, what's your take on it? What's my take on it? I don't know, man. I, for me, I always just try to understand like what pushes a man to get to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, I think it's 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 definitely deeper than what it seems, right? And you know, one man's action on a specific stage for a given time uh, can't be explained by just that single action. There's like mm-hmm. a lead up to it. So for me, I'm trying to be empathetic about his situation mm-hmm. to really understand what would get him to that level. And I think that's what I said. Um, yeah. I think ultimately it wasn't the right move. And we kind of talked about that, right? Like there are ways where people could kind of address these types of conflicts in a more sort of diplomatic type of way right mm-hmm. um but at the same time you know low-key i kind of respect what he kind of did mm-hmm. um you know I, I i don't agree with the way that he kind of did it but it's just mm-hmm. like honestly it's just like from a from a standpoint of like you know you felt like you got violated and mm-hmm. you were just tired of getting violated and you just kind of did something about it right mm-hmm. like there, you got to give got to give him credit for kind of acting upon it mm-hmm. uh, but i mean you know i ultimately think that it's not really kind of gonna bury him per se i do feel like he's gotten so much equity in terms of doing good things in life mm-hmm. that you know i personally don't want to blame and and just kind of uh wrap him up as a person based on that single action but mm-hmm. i don't know man <laughs> Uh, I, I, if anything, if you were going to ask me where I kind of lean more, I'm still kind of empathetic for, for real, mm. uh, just because I just didn't feel like rock and, uh, should have kind of made that joke, mm. but, you know, especially coming from, a you know, a situation where I've, you know, where <clears throat> I know people that have kind of dealt with stuff privately, uh, yeah. you know, COVID for example, and then all of a sudden kind of really understanding, that people kind of take light of things like COVID, that that mm-hmm. kind of shit kind of triggers me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not really apples to apples per se, but you know what I mean? It's just like people just need to be a little bit more sensitive about like especially medical shit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I'm leaning more towards Will on this case. Yeah, man, it's it's so it, it's complex. You know, like what like you said, one action doesn't determine um, doesn't define some, a person. Define yeah, define a person's character. But also we have to take into account that, you know, much like this situation, I, I mean, you got to look at Hollywood, man. Hollywood's fake. It's entertainment, you know, like this wasn't mm-hmm. entertainment, but even mm-hmm. how it all played out, like Will Smith still won Best Actor. People were clapping or like having fun afterwards, you know, like just regardless of whether you think Will Smith is right or wrong. I mean, this man slapped another man on live <laughs> TV in front of everybody, dude. Like how like. Have you been around other people arguing and then like you're supposed to like hang out afterwards? It's awkward, dude. You know, like <laughs> true, true, it's just true. not like it's just like when you sum it up and Hollywood kept continuing because the show must go on and then people were partying afterwards. It's like, bro, like there's some he- mental health issues here, too. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not just like whatever Will Smith is going through. And yeah, like I have empathy towards him because he's been the punching bag, been the butt of a lot of jokes recently. And um, whether you feel like it's justified or not, because his wife is putting their life out there in public, mm-hmm. and there there comes a price with that. You know, like it's That's not like true. people discovered this about them. She has a red table talk show, and she decided to talk about this. His wife talked That's about very true. personal, detailed informations about their life. You know, Fair their point. marriage, dude. So. You open yourself up to that. It's like, but could he, maybe he didn't know the extent of the blowback. Either mm. way, like you have empathy for someone who has to get brutalized in public that, that like that, you know, because the internet, it's a savage world, dude. <laughs> Tell you know, me about people it. don't care. People don't care about your feelings, man. They care about yeah. getting a laugh. They care about creating a meme that will make someone laugh and think it's funny. Do they care about you as a person in that moment? Fuck no. Hell no. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. And maybe that's what the microcosm, the commentary is like. Mm. As much as like we're talking about is talking about this, and and I told you to watch the Aziz special, right? A lot of it is just us talking about stuff and reacting to things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How much do we really empathize? How much do we really care? We just like talking about it. True. You know, it true. provides us entertainment in our lives, something to gossip about, and that's another thing where it's this shit gets deeper, dude. <laughs> It is. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Definitely. So like, and it's honest, like, yeah, go ahead. And, and, and yeah, you're right. You're right. Definitely. And I guess, I mean, you make a very good point with the whole putting it out there. I mean, if you are in the public eye, there's a different kind of standard that you got to hold yourself. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, malice at the palace. Right. You know, if you're an NBA player or if you're a Hollywood star, you get paid millions of dollars to be able to kind of deal with this kind of stuff. And, you know, it just kind of comes with the territory. See? I mean, you say this all the time about athletes, LeBron James, whoever, right? Kyrie Irving. Not all of them want to be role models. Some of them actually mm-hmm. do try to be role models. I would say Will Smith has tried to be a role model. Mm-hmm. Whatever image he's created, whether it's real or not, I don't. That's not me to judge, right? Like mm-hmm. he seems like a great person, but he definitely he posts on his social media. He posts positive messaging. He seems to want to be a show that he's a great dad, and it seems like he is mm-hmm. a great dad, right? He's very protective mm-hmm. of his family, but like as a role model, you have to be held to the highest standard, especially if you have yeah. millions of. He, this man is a superstar, dude. Like yeah. I mean, I think Will Smith is known around the world. Like, exactly. maybe more so than LeBron James, dude. <laughs> for sure, actually. That's yeah. true. That's true. Because he transcends so many sort yeah. of layers for that. So, very, yeah, very he's good not point. just boxed into the athlete, you know? Like, he's... Mm-hmm. Hollywood stars are probably the most famous people in the world. Yeah. He's so, definitely Yeah, I mean, there. look, I feel for him. I feel for him. And it sucks that he's going through stuff. And I hope he gets his handle. He has apologized, though. He has apologized, yeah. I think, on his Instagram. So... Good, yeah, good yeah. for Will, man. I was hoping yeah. that he would because it does send a great message to be like, hey, we all fuck up, you know? Yeah. Like, he fucked up yeah. big time, but he at least saw it and apologized. Yeah. He apologized to Rock. He apologized yes. to the Academy. And he took accountability and said that he's a yes. work in progress. Right? Yes. So, and, and I think... That's what I respect. That's what I respect, it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that was the best move that he could do. Right? And it just mm-hmm. shows that, you know, you know, even, like, the most high profile people that we put highest standards with mm-hmm. are normal people that could yes. kind of break in a, in a, in, you know, in any given moment. And, you know, it's just how you respond to that situation. And exactly, it dude. seems like he's doing that. So interesting. Well said, man. And I, and I agree with you. I think, you know, we shouldn't idolize people. 
you know like they're just human and they're gonna make mistakes and as long as they are contrite and they come back and they learn from the mistake it's all it's not all good but it's like okay that's that's the progression right for all of us you know we fuck up hopefully we look look at it and we can apologize for whatever we fucked up on and then you know you bounce back stronger man you learn from it you know what i mean you can't yeah. be perfect bro you can't be perfect no one's perfect yeah dude everyone's a work in progress will not just yeah. yourself bro exactly so you know shout out to hopefully will smith and chris rock can bury the hatchet you know and hopefully like <laughs> you know jada you know she can bounce back from you know basically getting made fun of <laughs> um, but hey man that kind of comes with the territory dude <laughs> you go to those yeah, award shows you're gonna get Honestly, roasted <laughs> man. hey man it 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 was great entertainment, I'll tell you that, man. I know, bro. I know. I think the the the, the ratings have never been better. So maybe Hollywood wins after all, anyways, right? Yeah, dude. You know. Uh, but let's 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 wrap this podcast soon and you mm-hmm. know you know what's a work in progress outside of Will Smith and all of us, all of humanity? Is definitely the Warriors and Lakers, man. You know? Um, it I know I can't believe up. I was I wasn't watching the Oscars and I was watching the Warrior game, dude. I should have oh. just watched the Oscars. Jeez. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Both were a clusterfuck. So <laughs> <laughs> either way, man, yeah. I guess you're getting a show of uh, epic proportions. Tragic, exactly. Right? <laughs> either way, someone was getting slapped around for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Except you chose yourself. You know, the Warriors were slapping you around with their exactly, play. Exactly, <laughs> dude. The Warriors were getting slapped around by oh, freaking man. Washington, dude. Can you imagine that? The Warriors lost to Orlando, Washington in one road trip with Mm. our stars. You know Mm. what I mean? Without Steph, obviously, but (laughs) Draymond Green and and, and Klay Thompson. What a shit show, dude. I know how that feels because the Lakers also lost to Washington, and that was supposed to be a quote-unquote gimme game, right? (laughs) Nothing's ever a gimme game, but, you know, you're supposed to win those games. (laughs) Dude, the Washington Wizards didn't even have Kuz playing that night. I know, man. Imagine. I don't that. think the the Wizards had coups that night either. <laughs> That's how bad things are, man. Yeah, both of our teams are spiraling mm. down the drain right now. So I don't know who you want to start talking about. It's I, I'm trying to understand what's going wrong. I guess but... I'll talk in generalities first. Like mm-hmm. it makes you realize, like, yeah, I guess there's a lot of it's like, oh, you know, maybe you have some hurt players. Steph's not playing. All this other junk, right? But a lot of it is just mental. You know, you realize these teams can win. Like the Warriors can beat the Wizards. You know what I mean? Like, the Lakers can, you know, actually, I don't know about the Lakers, but it, it's all mental, you know? It, a lot of it is just mental, like, the mistakes these teams, like, you know, I'm sure you can attest to this, Warriors and Lakers, for sure, a lot of mistakes. It's like, it's all mental, you know? They're not focused, or, like, when, like, they'll get a lead, but when they lose the lead, you can just see the focus go off, like, oh, this again, like, we're gonna, you know, like, you just, you don't hone in anymore. It's weird. It's just, you just see it fall apart right in front of you. Yeah, it definitely is a huge mental block for a lot of these teams, which I find really surprising because Mm -hmm. there are sort of championship level players that are supposed Mm -hmm. to be leaders of both teams, respectively, right? You got LeBron, you know, Mm -hmm. best player, you know, ever, you know, in terms of uh, debatably, right, out Mm -hmm. there. And then you have, you know, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, who are battle tested and have are multiple time uh, NBA champions, right? Yep. And it's just it's kind of it's kind of sad to yeah. see that they're just kind of I don't know shooting blanks out there, dude. Mm-hmm. It worries me. It troubles me because these players are getting older. You know, like is it 
when I look at it, it's like, is it just the sign of things to come? You know, like as as battle tested as they are, maybe there is some physical limitations that they can't overcome on certain nights. Um, and I don't know, like they, maybe they can't carry the team as they did before. Like it takes like the perfect situation, you know, like it takes yeah. everyone being healthy. It takes all these yeah. things being in place versus before they could kind of get away with it. You know, you, you, you have lose one player here and there, but they're like, they're still young. They're still spry and they, yeah. they can overcome that. But now it's like, there's no margin for error, like zero. Absolutely. Margin. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we lose Steph with the Marcus smart play and then we lose Draymond unexpectedly mm-hmm. with the calf mm-hmm. issue that turns out to be a back issue. And then you have, mm-hmm. you know, clay Thompson who hasn't played in two years. And then yeah. all of a sudden, if you take a step back, you kind of understand like, Man, these these guys are losing a physical edge, yeah. and my worry is they're losing a mental edge as well. I I agree. I think the same goes for LeBron. It's like in the past, you know, yes, AD mean hurt is is bad for sure, right? When you lose an All Star player like that, but a LeBron James that we know, he could probably carry a team at least they help them stay afloat and make the mm-hmm. playoffs. Like that's he's LeBron done that James. with Cleveland yes. teams before. You exactly, know what I mean? he has and shown. He didn't that. have Westbrook. And and you can exactly. you could say the fit doesn't work, but Westbrook's a you know all NBA caliber player, right? He's but an MVP just, pl- level. Yeah, player, that's what I'm saying. But LeBron doesn't have that juice anymore. Like, yeah, he puts up numbers right now, yes, yeah. right. But it's not the same. If you really watch him play, like he mm. doesn't, like he can't. He can only save enough for one end of the floor. Like he, if he goes off on offense, it hurts him on defense. You know, wow. like yeah. he can't go all out. I mean, that, that, and that's, that's perfectly fine. Like, the dude is 37 years old. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just, just the reality. Yeah, dude. It is just, I don't know. It's sad. It really is sad to kind of see. Um, I don't know about how you feel about the Lakers. The Warriors are still in playoff contention, although they're dropping dramatically. Mm-hmm. So, um, at least they can still compete towards something towards the mm-hmm. end. But I'm not really bullish if you ask me at this right, mm-hmm. at this point in time, right? The way that they're playing, just seeing that, you know, it would be a first round exit based yeah. on what I've seen thus far. Unless they significantly change anything. Mm. These, I mean, they can't beat the Wizards or the Magic, dude. They're not going to yeah. beat a playoff team. So I don't know, dude. People are panicking here in the Bay Area. I'll tell I you mean, that. Justifiably so. I mean, you know, it's been a really bad stretch the second half of the season. Lakers <laughs> the same way. Look, I have zero hope, bro. Like, I mean, there's always a glimmer. Sure, right? You mm-hmm. know, one in a million chance. Yeah, okay, I'll say that. You have LeBron James on your team. You you have one out of, let's say, 10,000 chance. Okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe not one out of a million. But, dude, I mean, they're... I don't even know if they're going to make the play-in at this point. <laughs> That's how bad it Where is. Where are they right now? They're I, the I heard 10th Sac- seed, dude. They're wow. the 10th seed. And the 11th seed, which is the Spurs, is like half a game. They wow. lost to the Pelicans the other night, which is they're the ninth seed. They would have gained a, a game and a half advantage on them. The Lakers lost a, lost a 23-point lead in practically a must-win game. That's how bad things are, man. A must-win game. You're up 23 and you lose the game. I know. Wow. I know. I think LeBron hurt his ankle or whatever, which mm-hmm. again is another blow, man. Another blow. Like, I don't think he can get to the end of the finish line at this Dude. juncture. He's he's gassing out, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, generally I would spew some hate uh, against the Lakers, 
<laughs> but I think we're both in the same boat at this point, dude. Just trying to to make it through to the finish line. Make it there. Just make it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's, just... it's, a, it's literally limping to the finish line, you know? Like on crutches, <sighs> man. Like, yeah. I think you're on crutches. We're in a, like, a wheelchair, dude. You know? <laughs> like, we're not even... We need someone to wheel us. And no, one's, no one wants to wheel us anymore. I was oh, like, you gosh. know what? Screw the Lakers. They've already had a couple. Of ch- they won two years ago. They're good. You know, yeah. <laughs> let's just leave them out in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Well, two weeks left in the season. We'll see yeah. how all of this yeah. kind of uh, turns Played out, dude. Yeah. Um, hey, man. But it's you not, know, it was, not looking good. It's not looking good. But it's good to get back on the saddle. And who would have thought we would have talked 20 minutes or 25 minutes about Will Smith, man. You know what? <laughs> We love Will Smith. Hey, I'll tell you that much. You know, big fans of him. Hey, hey man, shit could change in a in an instant, like what we no. saw with Will Smith and Chris Rock, dude. So maybe this could happen with our our respective teams. You never you know. Never know, right? man. Yeah, the bounce back, dude. Maybe the bounce back for Will Smith will be epic, and just like <laughs> for our team. So let's let's cross our fingers, man. So thank you for listening. As always, you know, you can follow us on our socials. We will link them below. Please stay safe. Take care and. As always, we will always come back, whether it's in two weeks or a couple of weeks. And this is this is us, man. Ball versus yeah. life. Thanks for working progress. Peace out. Yeah. Working progress. Peace.